friends? Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Grivy, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and guy who just watches me shower too much. Alex Dandino. Yep. That's Alex me. Dandino. It's true. It is true. All right. Before today, it's just steamy month of a more finale a little business everyone please find it in your hearts go to patreon.com slash film alchemist pod help grow the show help support the show show some love for your boys over there it would mean the world to us patreon.com slash film alchemist pod is the best way to help us out uh we have a great community we've been growing over there we work really hard to make sure that at every tier you find a lot of value and what we're bringing over there. So if you guys would be so kind, go to patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. We are working hard to earn that support over there. If you already support us, thank you. You know we love you. If you're about to, thank you in advance. Make sure you go to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel Film Alchemist. Email the pod at filmalchemist at gmail.com. Make sure you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews everywhere you find podcasts. That helps us defeat the algorithmic god who just has the weirdest machinations of all time. <laughs> Please help us there. Make sure you're uh, finding us on all the social media you're on. Shares, likes, comments, that stuff is all great. We appreciate it, especially now on TikTok. We're on TikTok now. You can find a lot of uh, clips and content we're doing over there to help grow the show. So thank you for doing that. Also, go to MisfitParade.net if you want to see some short films that we are working on uh, over there. We appreciate your support. Welcome to the Misfit Parade as well. All right, man. You know the month of Amour is secretly my favorite month. I really enjoy the movies and the curations and the vibes every month. It's such a nice way. Because I feel like we survive October. Then we survive the stocking stuffers. January, we're rebooting. February, I feel real live on the show. Yeah, right? February, I feel like we're really kicked back into high gear, which is nice. Yeah. We, it's, it's, we don't do a lot of romantic yarns, so it's nice to dig in. Mm-hmm. This year, we chose all consumptive love, yep. love that just, you know, last week, bones and all. Literally, it's, it's right there in the title. Quite consuming, yeah. Um, I don't remember which of us picked City of Angels. Maybe it was just one of those we stumbled upon it together. If I'm being honest, I feel like this was one of those where we just both were like, oh, yeah, City of Angels. That's a movie we haven't talked about. We had about. a mind meld where we're like, this should be on the list. Yeah, um, absolutely. I have to say, I I have to start this out up top. I know you have some stuff to get to, so we're not going to take long. Um, this is one of the wildest fucking major like studio motion pictures. Mm-hmm. What a fucking bizarre and head-scratching menagerie of choices that this film makes. <laughs> um, it is seemingly made for a horny Christian audience. Which that's, is a, I mean, that's a, that's a tight that's fucking a, bullseye a, through a forest. That's a, t- a tight niche. A tight niche. Yeah. It's an extra tight niche. Extra tight niche on that group. Um, a tight niche. I, I don't know what, like the, the implications religiously for this movie are fucking head scratching at best. Um, rewatching it, I had forgotten how just absolutely bizarre city of angels is right what i think we mostly remember is the iris uh music video where the fucking guy with the karen haircut is uh in yon tower looking down on earth and kami's lookout 
uh, singing us a song that like I liked way too much. It was way too important. Uh, to it was childhood. it was the hit. Anywho, it, was, it was the jam. Alex, opening thoughts on whatever the fuck City of Angels is. Yes, yeah, so City of Angels starring Goo Goo Dolls. I want you to close your eyes real quick, Griffey. Yes. Okay. Imagine it's 1996. Oh man, I was looking fresh. I was 12. My ribs were popping out. It was a good. You're time. a you're a young Brad Silberling coming hot Ooh. off your directorial feature, Casper. <laughs> yeah. All right. And your decision is, you know what I'm going to do? I'm yeah. taking my movie currency, my movie juice. Yeah. And I am going to attach myself as the director of a remake of Wings of Desire by Wim Wenders. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pull all the art because out. I'm going to tell you, you know, right now. Because what I really grep- grappled with in Casper is, does she fuck Casper? I've already Let's done. Let's just make that flesh. I've Let's already that gotten. Man- I've already gotten to the very threshold of do, do we fuck ghosts or otherworldly extra dimensional Jesus beings. Yeah. When you think of a, a scene in. in the movie Casper, they hit the the editing room floor of now flesh boy Devin Sawa Casper <laughs> fucking on a rug in front of a huge fireplace. You're like, yes, yes, that actually is exactly where that movie was heading. City of Angels is just the evolutionarily so, the evolutionary money shot of Casper. Yes, I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, and then also consider it's 1997. Your Nicolas Cage, hot yeah. off three major action films, like, like huge. The action man films. of the nineties, yeah, yeah, the action Nick star Cage of the nineties. You're a little yeah. burnt out, and you want to explore your spirituality yeah. and something of a little You're bit. Like, of you romance. know what I want? I want a role where I don't have to Nick Cage. Yeah, I want to be set. Can dressing. I not That's Nick what Cage I want. for a little yeah. bit here? <laughs> Can I look like I'm trying not to fart in a restaurant? <laughs> Here comes and that's it. City that's of all Angels. I'm doing. That's the movie. <laughs> that's the <laughs> Yeah, it's uh Jesus H. Do you want I don't to start... know why you need Nicolas Cage for this? Do you want to start um, with just if the you've ever seen Wings of, this of Desire, movie? right? The the Wim Wenders movie? Yeah. That makes perfect fucking sense, right? By the way, this is a it's very this... loose remake, by the way. Loose. I mean, only in the fact that there are them among us that are watching. Yeah. That's it. Wings of Desire is this very kind of art house exploration of the minutia of life. It's beautiful. Very beautiful. This movie does that like really quick. And it's like, let's just knock that shit out in like a montage at the start. And then (laughs) get to what is really important is that angels like to watch a shower and fuck. Mm -hmm. And that's because I was watching it and you start and there's all these scenes of the angels and their fucking flowing columbine coach just hanging around around okay. the tops of los angeles i'm so angeles. glad you said that and i was watching this and i was like this is just the most uncool matrix characters it's I'm, like the matrix if it was only cucks i'm so glad you said that because honestly i was watching and i was like <laughs> you know i don't think we should be blaming marilyn manson or the matrix for what happened for, i think right. city of angels is what i would be blaming columbine for right now well i think they were all after i think columbine was much earlier but wasn't that, Wasn't that like 95? No, I thought it was like 98 or 99. Oh, you could be right. I don't know. Whatever. I do remember my parents getting fucking buck wild and like searching all of my entertainment. Mm-hmm. They were not happy after that. Well, I don't know what they thought. I'm not I sure was many parents were. Yeah. <laughs> They're I will, like, does our son have those kind of tendencies? I will say I like, the top of this movie hanging a dead kid on the scoreboard. I was like, wow. Okay. All right. 
So here, here's the here's problem with City of Angels, right? We can talk about our charming, um, portly man, Mr. Messinger, for a little bit. We'll get there. That That's a beat we can talk about. There's really nothing else to talk about in this movie except for the baffling religious implications. Yeah, I, that's this, like this the main movie, thing I think we have to talk about. It is about. directly aimed at horny, unfucked Christian housewives. That's who this movie's the, for. The, it is women that specifically, right? So if you look at Meg Ryan as our vessel, she has this guy who's just like, I'm not good at the heart. I'm not good at romance. Just marry me. She asked him to look at her, and he's just like, this is stupid. I got to work. Hey, we can just kind of occasionally fuck and be around each other and make money and get more cabins, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she's like, I don't need that. The, I got daddy's cabin money. Oh, the guy from Chron- the, the guy thing. from Chronicles of Riddick, so, yeah. Yeah, if you think of her as this lady who just can't get it, like cannot get sexually fulfilled. Right, yep. Can't get fully seen or loved. That's every Christian housewife in the 90s, right? There's this onslaught of Marilyn Manson and Doom and Jerry Springer, which is even in the movie. Right. This yep. cultural tidal wave of filth as they see it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, my God, the vapors. I feel, I'm starting to feel it deep in my nethers. They're like, how do, I, how do I keep pure? And they're like, the only way to keep pure is to have an angel fucking cram it in. Yeah. That's who this movie's for. But if you think about the audience, it, it's kind of like everything with religion to me. It feels unthought out. Where it's like, my son's the other day. This is no fucking joke. And I'm not here to shit on you if you... I think religions function very well as like a, a knight's code. Like a code of ethics. True. Like if when Jesus said, hey man, if you see the poor, help them out. I want to do that. Cool. If you actually think Jesus was a man who walked on water, you're an idiot. And if you vote based on that, you're an idiot. If you think Jesus who hung out with prostitutes would want to destroy all the people and let her your neighbors that you don't agree with, you're an idiot. Right. But, you know, if you think maybe you should help the sick and poor, like whatever, Knight's Code, right? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The movie fucking starts with a mom desperately trying to save a child, right? Put a child in a cold bath. The child has a fever. They're hallucinating that they see Nick Cage in their room, which, by the way, would feel like the start of a horror movie. If your kid is knocking well, on, on death's door and they say i see nick cage in my room not just you nick would be cage. appalled not just nick cage by the way but like a passive weirdly smiling nick cage just quietly standing there that yeah, is yeah there's actually like a creepiness to this nick cage that many of his other performances because of his giant kabuki style don't have this yeah. is like scary nick cage it's legitimately terrible. so this movie this is like leaving las they vegas they start nick running cage. this kid into the the or right yeah they're trying to save this fucking kid. The mom is weeping. The kid is crying. All of a sudden, some doctors run in front of the camera. Now the child is standing with Nick Cage. So we, the audience, just immediately know that this kid fucking dies and they mm-hmm. can speak. Where are we going? Home. Okay? You're like, Christians love that shit. Sure, sure, sure. And then the kid says something, but mommy won't understand. And Seth... Which I didn't think angels had dicks and balls, I guess, because Kevin Smith said that to me. I never really thought it out. But apparently Seth's got giant fucking brass balls. When he looks at the kid and he goes, someday she will. And I literally scream, fuck, at my TV. You know what makes people not believe in God faster than killing their child? Literally nothing. How can you believe in a God and be like, you know what? 
God makes everything. God is omnipotent. God has a plan for everything. So you're telling me God wrote a six-year-old girl into my life that had to be brutally ripped from my arms? Why? Why? What does that teach me? Oh, am I a teachable lesson for other people to hug their living children more? It is in microcosm, every single thing that is wrong with City of Angels, which is here's this scene of, okay, this girl dies, but now she gets real life in heaven. And we just don't look at the grieving, broken husk of a woman behind the curtain. I think it's insane. Yeah, I think that there's really not a yeah so hey god um it's me again there's Please not don't a lot to my talk child. about with this movie other than the basic metaphysics of yeah. how god and angels work in this film because yeah it's it's such a strange comprehension it's really not a lot of comprehension to be honest with you that's a you know it's there. funny the jujitsu the script does to specifically say don't think about it yeah don't logic it. It's out. like a tenant level of don't think about it. Um, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. So okay, angels are everywhere. They're always right. looking over us. Like they are just like proud of our. Like we can't see them unless. And we, we don't want. ever ask why. Right. We can't see them unless yeah. um, unless they want to be seen by us. Essentially. So kids and dogs can see them. The dying can see them. Yes. Is what. And the movie gets pretty fast and loose once Seth starts showing up at cookouts and the guy's wife says, hey, do you want a beer? I was like, okay, so is his wife going to die? Too? Yeah. The movie gets pretty fast so, and loose. You kind of have to shut off huge chunks of your brain. You essentially it. have to have the shine to be able to see any of, <laughs> any of the angels. And that's kind of like, that's sort of the long and short of it. It's not Well, because really, at one point. The reason Meg Ryan can clever. see him is because Seth goes, are you in great despair? And you're like, yes, we know she is. But here's, And then immediately she's like trying to meet cute him at the park in the library. I'm like, oh, well, is she still trying to kill herself or is she just cool now? So and she gets two the things pass? about like the Meg. So when the Meg Ryan niche, when the Meg Ryan stuff starts happening, two things about it that are just like. Sorry, stop the movie real quick. Um, so the first one is. All it takes is her to literally look at a monitor through Seth. They are so creepily face to face. And she's Seth like, gets he's weak not, in the knees. He's not. Because he accidentally, she accidentally looks him in the eye and says he's not going anywhere. And it's like, okay, she's a doctor. That's what she does. Yeah. She keeps people alive. <laughs> and he's just, he's like, oh my God. She looked at me like, no, 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 no. Okay. Hold no, on. she didn't. And even so Andre have, Brower was like, she didn't look at you, man. We have to point this out, too, because this, this movie. So what Andre Brower's right. She didn't look she at did you. you. You know for a fact she didn't look at you. know she didn't see you. Seth knows. Seth is on this journey way before the movie starts. Two things. So one, Seth knows she didn't look at her. He uses this as his pass, that he's going to go home and just fucking creepily watch her bathe and dress and shave and lotion Dude, way like, too close and wow. he's like this is the one so that's one seth is peeping tomming this lady she big bas- so she and goes home and thing. masturbates and basically so god like, has it. yeah god has no boundaries i guess for these angels cucking it up right no. there's no rules against the angels just cucking it up which is fucking crazy because this is one of those things, the more you step back and think about City of Angels, the wilder it is. Because you're like, 
So are they there to take us when we're dead? Okay, why are they all at the library so much, right? Okay, are they there? We see Nicolas Cage specifically touch the arm of an air traffic controller who's thinking about his debt so that he can go, oh, I better save these two planefuls of human beings. Right. So they are fucking interfering to save people <laughs> after we saw them not save a six-year-old girl. And now as we're watching him fucking, you know, put the lotion in Meg Ryan's basket... You're like, I'm for sure missing something. By I definitely way, don't understand what way, is happening. Seth. Here's the final point, though. Here is the final indictment of this moment. So when Mr. Messinger says, hey, I can see you, the reveal of the movie is he's like, yeah, I'm, I was an angel once, too. Yeah. The line he says is he goes, is it the doctor? She's a little flat chested for me, but hey, all Holy you need is a handful. Shit, right. And I was like, did you guys cast? superstar meg ryan who all of our moms wanted to be the vessel for 90s moms in a movie and then talk shit about how she has no rack dude <laughs> to an angel an angel says that to another angel a former angels like yeah is it her tits because i gotta tell you it's not really that in i'm not into it but hey whatever you so like. you're telling me what angels is going on are sitting around writing about our sweaters taking our children watching us jerk off and body shaming us it's this is god's chosen okay well okay okay i'm glad you brought this up because this is the thing about this the the metaphysics of this movie are so fast and loose i don't know about you because i I, look i'm not gonna go back and watch this movie again (laughs) but you know what i actually think i am i think i'm gonna watch it with my very christian mother-in-law and just watch this film in the viewing of this film not once did I hear mention of God, actually? Did they so, mention? I don't remember them mentioning See, God. See, I thought the music in the sunrise, that was kind of their, like, reconvening with God. I don't think they actually say God. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that is, to be honest with you. I assume they, they all just, if like. If you watch it with the, the uh, subtitles they on, all just, it, it's li- listed as the heavenly choir. Right, yeah, heavenly choir. That I get. But I don't remember them mentioning God once but here here's the problem with the christian god he is a mono this is a monotheism right so he is the omega the alpha he is in every frame inherently but this is what i'm saying there's no verification who these angels actually work for (laughs) who does number two work for you think you think we're like talking Loki here? Like what? I'm saying that there is no very Would Loki have an army of Nick Cages watching us beat our meat? Probably. I mean, it makes more sense than what I remember there's in Sunday no, school. You think this is a Zenu? There's no verification. It is Los Angeles. Film. There's no verification in this film that the God, that the Christian, let's just say the Christian monotheistic God exists mm. in this film. These angels essentially I mean, they're all wearing, you know, yeah. They're all. Tri- it's like the trench coat mafias all over the war- all over the t- all over the city. <laughs> God's like, don't ever waste a headline. This is your new uniform. And the angel's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Some of us were in that building, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, awkward. And so that, so these trench coat, so these trench coat guys are all over. At no point. I mean, we're they- lucky the Matrix took that back. Yeah, or like an entire industry would have been lost. Absolutely. Countless Bur- jobs. Burlington, Co- jobs Burlington Co-Factory would never have existed. Best. It would have just been called Burlington 
And it would have been just the letters left on the side of a mall when yeah. a store was out. It just would have been like it'd be like a JC Penny, like those like hollowed oh. out letters. Is that the world you want to live in? But yeah. There's never a mention of God. Like no one talks about who like so here here this is why I say this. Because these okay. folks are there's there. There's one moment. There's one moment, and I don't think they say God. But I would like your opinion on this. Because after the ending of the film, which is fucking insanity, probably one of the most baffling metaphysical moments, right? Nick Cage is sitting in, I guess, because they fucked for one night in a cabin, he inherits her apartment. Again, that's we, a legal question. We got we to wait for that because this yeah, is just got, there's a but whole What other. I'm saying is he says specifically a line. He says, is he punishing me? Okay, I'll give you that. And Andre Brower says... The most infuriating line, which should just be the tagline for the movie. You know better than that. You know better than that. And I'm like, does he? Are you fucking shitting me, Andre Brower? When Andre Brower, when Andre Brower said that, you know better than that. Don't be silly. Andrea went out. Andrea went out uh, last night. I was watching this movie alone. When Andre Brower said that, I said to myself, while we were like mid movie, I was like, huh. I'm pretty sure I I said that to myself right before I started this film, like. You know better than to watch this movie. Yeah. Turned it on. But this is Absolutely the wild baffling. thing. It's the Christian thing. It's the fa- It's like when Nick Cage is like, hey, but anyways, we'll get to some of that. But there's no. The point is he specifically mentions he. There is a God. There is a person at the top of this scheme. There... And I guess only through context clues of the wings and the, the angelicness. So the only The heavenly rules... choir. I'm implying that it's the Christian God. You think there's a well, yeah. conspiracy that it is not. I don't. I'm saying that there's no point where people really reference the Christian. Like, again, the fast and looseness of, like, angel rules also applies to, like, what it is that what it is that we're actually observing. Because not only – this is like um, – mm-hmm. I, I went to go see a, a How Did This Get Made, Get Made Live, and Dan Harmon was there for – we watched uh, – we did a, they did Jack Frost, the Michael Keaton movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dan Harmon said, this movie's terrifying because it actually points out that there's a real God, and God is like just this weird sort of just person who wants to recruit band members for his band in the sky, which is terrifying. Okay, cool. Well, we talked about that with the Santa Claus, like the actual implicate, or It's a Wonderful Life. That movie's fucking scary. So so You're like, God has a hand in George Bailey. Same thing here. This is is the thing. So this is the wrench that they throw in, because- Every other angel movie, angel story whatsoever, angels are dutifully dedicated agents of God. They are there to guide our hands, make sure. Like, there's also only one indication, which is Seth helping that air traffic controller, that angels actually help people. He might be the only one who's actually doing anything. Everyone else is just walking around watching people. Yeah, they're just cucking just about. waiting for people to get fucking... <laughs> they're just... Oh, I smell nuts. They're just waiting for people to punch out and be like, all right, I got you. I'll, I'll show you where we go. Like, that's... That's yeah, really Brower what they're checks doing. Report. He's like, you guys have been putting a lot of foot time in in uh, what is, Jenna Jameson's room? What? <laughs> who is this? What is, what is her, her, her cosmic positioning? I'm trying to think of who was the fucking huge part. I just spilled uh, a bunch of water. You guys were on the set of Baywatch a lot. What is what is Baywatch? <laughs> is this like a whale saving organization? I, d- I don't know. So <laughs> essentially, Nicolas Cage. So yeah, I have to assume Nicolas Cage is an outlier angel because he's the only one who has the stones to be so know. horny that he wants. He's willing to sacrifice. So, but this is like this so. Here, is what I'm here's at. what I'd say. 
right? We have specifically two angels that we get a lot of dirt on. Right. Because Dennis Farina's character. Oh, no, that's Dennis Franz, by the way. Dennis Franz. What did I say? Farina. Dennis Franz's character. Farina okay, is Dennis an, Franz's a, character. Farina is like one of the great, like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a an early morning coffee slip. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Dennis Franz's character, right? He introduced Chicago, himself as he goes, hey, Nathaniel Messinger, uh, glutton, glutton, hedonist, former celestial body, former celestial body. So what we know is that God says, hey, they're essentially doing like an a non-consenting match.com. Well, so that's so what you I just was... walk around bedrooms watching people flick the bean or throw ass. Well, so this is the And then you go, you know what? I want to be with them. I get to fall. Right. Right? And this not is... only when you fall, you get to do everything. You get to be a hedonist, a glutton, you get to spill the beans. So there is really no no fucking boundary this is on the any script of them. problem I have though with this point. Because he says like he <laughs> This is the one. <laughs> I mean, this is the one I'm going to take umbrage with. This is the one we're gonna make the segment. <laughs> this is the one I'm gonna make this segment about. Okay. <laughs> Because actually, you're right. I, they do mention God. This is Dennis Franz mentions God, so I'm wrong. Um, I'm correcting myself mid-pod. But it is not like we don't get the scene where God steps in. No, That's no, the God scene you're expecting steps in, in the movie. We're, we're with that middle, final moment, no. it should be God, not Andre Brower. That yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're with middle management the entire time. So yes. basically, Dennis Franz gives this speech to Meg Ryan talking about like, hey, so God gave us – or he gave us the greatest thing – in the universe free will i'm like eh, hold on a second so here's the problem with that you're telling me humans and angels both have free will <laughs> an angel a celestial body that is um, has omnipotent power and just you know has the inability to eat a pear mm-hmm. is willing to give all of that up to become human no yeah. sorry that is just well, like patently false again. logic that is not, it's this it's this kind of snake eating it, the chicken and the egg problem of religion, right? Which is he creates the angels first. The angels are created in his own image. Then he creates us. We're created in his own image, but he puts in all these flaws, right. which, as we learn from the angels, make us inherently more interesting. Um, OK, that's a wild thing to yeah, accept. See, this is here's, the, here's this the, here's is the problem with God. Movies. If God is all knowing and all powerful, why was the first draft of the angels wrong? Yeah. Why did he have to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Why is God such a bad first draft writer? Right. God, is where a, he God's specifically a big tells us the movie specifically tells us that Nick Cage is at one point. He's like, I would rather have sniffed her hair, have the, the, the fucking fecal matter from eating her ass. <laughs> On my tongue for one day, one hour, than to have the eternity of angelic life that I had. That little speech like, so, he okay, gives. Okay, God the, is the worst first draft writer of all that time. That little speech he gives at the end was also written by God. It was a, it was a puke draft, and then they had to edit it. You know. But this is this is the thing. If your God is all powerful and all knowing, the moment He creates you, right? Mm-hmm. That six year old, He knows that six year old is doomed to die. Mother's free will didn't lead that kid to have a fucking crippling ailment no. that kills her. So there is no free will when the God who creates you already knows your whole story in advance. It's not a choose your own adventure where you get to follow your own path. Right. It's a D&D campaign where it's like, yeah, you guys think you're doing what you want, 
but I've only written three scenarios, and I know where your final boss fight is. It's you're still going to Strahd's castle. Strahd just happens to be the Christian god. Yeah. So it, the, it's it's like the the idea of we have free will. There's is no so dumb. Well, again, the fast and looseness with the metaphysical logic, the leaps you have to take to watch yeah. this movie and not like just stop and scratch your head is which annoying. is weird because the audience that you are making this movie for it's not me and you no it's people that are really into this this is they want to see more kind of christian this is like the soap opera crowd cinema. these are people because again like I, I don't these are church going people people that I don't have, have any problem with god's house up I, is I like word art. like i do think movies like uh, like in its defense and i'm not saying i hated the movie it's just a weird movie Honestly, it's kind of a, a time capsule movie for me. Yeah. I enjoyed well, the ride of it. That's what I was about I to say. Fucking well, on, I fucking loved it. It's is, just silly. Like this era, like probably like ninety five to ninety eight is a great example of like there was this time in filmmaking. I'm sorry, I'm I'm also like getting into I've been listening to the nineties by Chuck Klosterman, this uh this audiobook, and it's a great examination of this. Love but it. we this had time. this time where we would make these big, sweeping, grand, romantic gesture movies, and they absolutely spit in the face of logic. But it doesn't matter because the the vibe and the <laughs> if emotional the erection core, is true, <laughs> you're not wrong. Like it, it, when that when the unfucked housewife gets her seat a little moist, it's that's all that matters. That's exactly what it true. is. Like this was ghost. Like, it was like a yeah. Right. <laughs> it's this block. In the 90s that we just, you were able to make. And again, I made this joke on like Instagram last time. I was like, man, in the 90s, we just greenlit whatever, right? But I'm like, kind of true. Yeah. Like, Well, there was this, this whole genre of movies made was. for our mom that were essentially the genre would be called, could you fuck that? Right? It's like, meet Joe Black. Could this, you fuck meet that Joe guy? Black. Could you fuck would, an angel? Would, yeah, like you could, could you fuck you a could, ghost? You could double could you fuck a monster, you could double feature, right? Like not, Beauty and the Beast. I wouldn't double feature them, but you could say these two movies are in the same sort of subgenre of romance movies. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that just asked our mothers dead on, "Would you fuck something that was not a normal human person?" And our moms were like, "I'll at least grapple with it." And you're like, "Hell yeah, mom, represent." You know what I mean? Represent. It's this weirdest because these ladies who go to church and they like to. You know, they have God art. They like to remind people that they, they love God. There's probably a God bumper sticker. But then they want to sit there and say, and it, it, you know what? It kind of makes sense in that context because you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. By fucking an angel, that's as close if as you, you can get to fucking heaven. If you jettison most of the, most the logic you need to get through movies, this is a really easy watch. Well, like here, here – that's all. Let's just put a problem of the film in context. So Nicolas Cage takes the fall because he's afraid he's going to lose. Dennis Meg Franz Ryan, right? explains, "Oh, you got to you got to fall. That's what you got to do. You got to you got to fall. You wake hey, up I don't smelly know what more to tell and you, but... naked, which yeah. neither of those. As I sit here with my ass hanging out of my dress, just take the words, pal. Take the you words, the bears. I got to get back to my yogurt and Jedi. Um, <laughs> but he." Uh, Nicholas Cage takes the fall. Takes the fall. So God says, hey, man, free will now. You have no money, no transportation. Yeah. You just got to like, and everywhere you go, it's going to rain. You're just a homeless. That's not That's not rain. God. You're telling me God is like, it's going to rain in Los, Los Angeles, Angeles and Reno the same day continuously, wherever you go. That's a travel. Look, We're just going to keep that massive storm front on you. 
it rained. He's going to find his way to Tahoe through perseverance and love, right? His new perseverance and love with his newly mangled body, right? Him and Meg Ryan have this steamy sex, right? Mm -hmm. We'll get to the implications of that, right? So Nick Cage is like, all right, he's smelling. He's taking in all of the things in the shower. He's loving life. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me where the free will is that Meg Ryan decides she's going to go on a bike ride. She is a surgeon. She's a surgeon. She does serious surgeries. Yeah. A trauma surgeon, a surgeon, OR surgeon, whatever she is, doesn't matter. She's at least familiar with the human body and the trauma it can suffer. She decides she's going to ride a bike with her eyes closed, with her arms out, because she finally got uh, an orgasm. So she's going to ride like she's fucking Tony Danza and Angels in the Outfield. Because she finally got a nut. She doesn't have a helmet. And just like She Tony doesn't realize Danza, it's a two-lane road in a logging one. community. It, she it, sees this semi-truck, doesn't turn doesn't to avoid break. it, can't whatever, yeah. Because her arms are way out to the side like Scott Stapp. Next thing you know, she's under wheel. Here's the two things that are baffling about that. One, how is Nick Cage specifically drawn to do the exact same motion in the shower? He's doing the exact same arm that's, beat. That's, it feels like God is maybe mocking him. That's love. And two, later, <laughs> when he holds her and she dies, after he gets his first fucking night of eroticism. Right. And then we see him getting rained on. He's hanging out at the cookout, this and that. He's like, you're living now, pal. And Andre Brower goes, how could you possibly have drawn the lines to think that God is punishing you? And I was like, oh, I don't know. The first time in Probably my new mortal body, I fucking busted okay. a nut. So, he kills my the person I gave up eternity for. Tell yeah. me that that doesn't feel that, a little fucking pointed. That last, I, I agree. Because th- that scene, I find like very infuriating. Because again, I Is lo- that the catharsis our mom was looking for? But Andre Brower, I'm like, dude, don't come to this guy's house and say, do you really God, think God would do though, that? Seriously though, R.I.P.? Do you really think God would do that? She's like, yeah, obviously, man. Like, holy hey, shit. Uh, not only do I think, I have receipts. Yeah, I've got receipts. I can show you my fucking wet-ass funeral tux. Yeah, I have almost... receipts. Also, motherfucker, I've been an angel. I know how this works. Hey, do you know how many fucking six-year-old children I've taken from happy families? Yeah, yeah I know off. exactly how this works. So, okay, there's two things that I, like, <laughs> we've already pointed out the one, which is like, Obviously, it's personal. Like you don't just yeah. give one day of happiness to this guy and the like only All right, motherfucker. the only way you can make an argument about it, which really, if Christianity is anything, it's a a masterful system of checks and balances and debate. Mm-hmm. Maybe Meg Ryan was the trainer ass, and he's got to break those brakes off so he can fucking just ski through hot LA coos. For the rest of his human maybe life. This is, maybe this maybe is Dennis actually... Franz was telling us something that the angels like a little more corpulent woman. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, beat the brakes off Meg Ryan to get it started. <laughs> but we're going to free you up so that you can be a free okay. agent and really start knocking him down. There's another there's another thing that really bothers <laughs> God me. God is about... the ultimate wingman. <laughs> there's another thing that really bothers me about the Meg Ryan death itself. Yeah, because it's not like he shows up. Here's like. It's not like he shows up and it's like signs where the wife is pinned between a tree and the car. And basically they're like, hey, when we remove the car, she's going to die. Like, okay, cool. She's laying on the side of the road. The jacket's on top of her. So we have no idea what her damages were. I'm like, she's not. 
How funny would it have been if it was like when our kids started riding bikes and you peeled the blanket back? She just had a skinny knee and she's like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. My boob like, is too great. Like, okay, cool. Let's talk about it. So, But that's what I'm saying. She seemed to have had enough. It's not that she was going to get run over. Yeah. She had enough time. I was like, wait, so did she? Hey, bitch, you're doing a soliloquy. Like, yeah. chill out. You'll did be she fine. ride her bike directly into the truck and then just like it bounced off? And she's like, oh, that hurt. Well, also, yeah, if you look at it geographically, the truck essentially stops half in the road, half out. That's where the truck is stopped. Yeah, she could have. She couldn't lay it down and slide under it. Slide under it. Or... Those trucks are three and a half feet off the ground, four feet. You might get a concussion. You probably you might get, get scraped. Yeah, you get hurt. You go to the hospital, but are not you saying that Meg Ryan murdered. was so fucking dick crazed that she's like, I, it'll never be this good again? No, I'm no, no, no. Myself? I'm saying that I think oh. our theory about that our th- not our theory. I'm saying that I think that her death is very obviously giving credence to the fact that God was pissed that Seth decided to become human. He's like, fuck off, and oh, took that her. is. A hundred percent for that, fact. God was driving that, death, that truck and that bike. The style of that death and when yeah. it happens is so obviously God being like, All it's right, so well. fucking insulting. It's so mean spirited. It's fucking mean. It's so mean spirited. It has to be. But this is the thing. So God did it for sure. God was the two drivers, and that God took the wheel, right? As they say, because yeah. Meg Ryan wasn't on the wheel. God took the wheel and ran her ass into the grave. There's there's two options. One is that God is a petty, vengeful spirit, you know, like in the Bible. Um, or God was just like, Nick, you don't you don't know the kind of women we're working with now down here. You picked a little fast. Um, you know, you gotta go a little more Sir Mixalai, ass and titties route. And you're gonna thank me for this later. Listen, you right? Can't, that we imagine that when Nick Cage emerges from that wave naked. That the reason Andre Brower is smiling at him like a angel shark is because what comes next is just giant fucking beer commercial tits popping out of the the ocean with them. Like, oh hey, what's up? God was like, you can and listen. It's the start of Nick Cage's you can't, uh, you can't transubstantiate into you can't transubstantiate to being a human and fuck a ten. That's not cool. Yeah, that's not how this. I works. love how the movie it's too. They say um, jumping into the waters the the coastal waters of los angeles is better than hearing the greatest choir ever assembled in heaven because they ain't got no new beats they ain't got no new rhymes they're just dropping that same old shit on you every day this movie this i'm just saying thing. so this movie tells us so God's many super fucking, spiteful <laughs> this movie hates god more than any movie i've ever seen it's like a truly like an antichrist level of hating God. Yeah. Had you called this movie antichrist, it actually fits perfectly. It's weird. So one God has made angels, then embarrass the angels by giving us a life that they want and making them watch us as the trench coat mafia. Mm-hmm. Then he lets the angels watch yeah. us masturbate. There's a scene when Seth gets her wet as shit talking about Hemingway in the library. She goes home, and because her man, Dr. Doofus, can't look her in the eyes, they start laughing. He chases her into the bedroom. Seth is about to watch her get fucking clapped up on the foreplay that Seth laid down. So the angels watch us. The angels take our kids. Then when the angels choose us because they love us in a way God we wish God would, 
God kills us. It just doesn't make sense with the way look, <laughs> the thing. It doesn't make sense with how look. And I grew up Catholic. How Christians believe God is supposed to operate, or angels for that matter. Like when Dennis Franz explains, like free will is given to angels. It's like okay, there's a but God huge, never tells them that. No, it's it, he found a loophole. But, but that's what I say. God doesn't have to tell them that because they feel this. They feel this intent. They feel that ability to have free will. The problem is, is the free will that humans that we all have also comes with the biggest problem that we always have with what fallen angels are. And like when we have start telling the story of Lucifer, which is jealousy and yeah. for angels, which are supposed to be looking out for humans to be anything other than completely passive in our lives. Yeah and guardian for them to be jealous of something that God has given us is a mm -hmm. terrifying prospect. And that is the biggest problem with city of angels is like every angel who sees Seth fall is like, wait a second. He fell, got to fuck Meg Ryan. All right. That's I'm literally in. the movie prophecy with Chris. That Walton. is the movie. <laughs> terrifying. Well, what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it. It literally just defies belief. Like it's, it's, it's shocking. It's shockingly anti-Christian. Well, it's also like God gives us all free will, but then he gets mad at us for exercising it. God gives us free will, and he's like, you know what's best in life? Orgasms, sugar, fatty food, yeah. uh, getting into physical fights, like all these heightened states that we get in. And God's like, oh, if you do any of that, I'm going to kill your kids and you know destroy your cities, tidal yeah. waves. Oh, hey, are you in the wrong part of the earth where you don't get to experience sugar? Um, well, your kids are just going to die of famine, and then I'm going to fucking tsunami your little villages. Like, it's the, – the implications of the God in this movie are it, – it's crazy to invite Christian unfucked moms into the theater and then just insult them and yeah. their belief system for it's two It's a real hours. spit in the face. Hardcore. It's – which maybe that's the thing. They need a spit in the face to know that they can right. fall too and, and be constantly fucked I'll, women. Yeah. I don't I know. Don't know. Okay, before we it's crazy. Before we wrap up, I do have to say I there's a song on the so Iris is obviously oh, like what the, if Nick Cage busted in her and that's why he had to kill her? Wait, no, he's a human now. Never <laughs> well, mind. Go ahead, now. Iris. Yeah. So obviously Iris is the one that everyone remembers from the soundtrack, the music video, mm -hmm. all that shit. Where he's I like, listen to this song like two thousand times that year. Okay, there the, 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 the lead. So the lead single from this. And I should talk about this on the mini the mini series we're going to start doing with Mike. Yeah, but we're do Alex is doing a mini series going over soundtracks for movie movies. soundtracks, yeah. especially it's mo be super awesome. We've been doing this. We've been doing our research and finding like most of them are from the '90s, which is when like the sweet spot for from and inspired by soundtracks came from. The lead single off of this, which I thought was "Iris" by Goo Goo Dolls, mm -hmm. the lead single off of this is the song "Uninvited" by Alanis Morissette. I wow. For I until last night thought that Uninvited from Alanis Morissette was actually from the Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> Don't know why. Is Always there a better that. song for when Godzilla starts destroying tenements? Uninvited, right? That made yeah. total sense. We don't want you here. Yeah, we don't want the unintended consequences sense. of our but nuclear then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. The song Uninvited is yeah. on the soundtrack for City of Angels. I'm like, I mean, I sums it up right there. Fucking like. <laughs> cataclysmic level hit on the charts what i like it, it was a huge that song was everywhere yeah, was when this came out um 
It was on, I don't know if you remember, they used to do that company where they'd send you the stamp book. Yeah. And you'd peel the stamps to get like eight free CDs if you signed up to buy a couple. Yeah. And City of Angels was always on there. It was one of their best sellers because it had this song. Um, Speaking of the third song we didn't mention in this, which is hilarious. Angel. Because after Meg Ryan finds out he's an angel and she attacks him and tries to slice him open. Um. Like, I Meg Ryan's mind, I was like, what happens if he's a human and you just, like, and knifed just his hand? Knifed his hand. He's just, like, a nice Hemingway reading guy, and you just cut him. Um, She's like, get the fuck out. And now she can't see him, but she's also doing, like, a mini eroticism show. Like, oh, watch me sneak into bed and the sleep the soundtrack me. being Sarah McLaughlin's arms, arms of an Angel. Not only is it so on the fucking nose, the title is so creepy in this moment of the film. Thirdly, they had the dog trying to play fetch with no one in the fucking <laughs> film, which was such a shit. I about that. I can't remember which came first. If it was the uh, ASPCA or the dog playing fetch by himself, and someone saw that, and they were like, holy fuck, that's the song for the oh sad dog God. commercials. I don't know if City of Angels is directly responsible for the sad dog commercials, but the fact that that was in this movie, I was fucking dying. Yeah, the dog rolls his ball to no one. <laughs> and she's like, Seth? Seth, do you want to watch me finger myself, Seth? Dude. <laughs> it's so fucking it's amazing, insane. the soundtrack for this movie. This movie and is I'll crazy. put this up. I would program this somewhere and do a live show of it. I would do like a Joe Bob show of this into Antichrist. Tell Ooh. me that Seth at the end of that movie into fucking Willem Dafoe and his uh, Charlotte, whatever Gains- her name is. Gainsbourg. Gangsburg banging as their kid falls out the window. The fall is not the perfect double feature. City of Angels and Antichrist are a perfect double feature. It's a baffling movie for horny Christian housewives that spits in their fucking mouth the whole time and says, did you like that question mark? I can't. And I'll never understand how this movie got made. I'll never understand it, but I'm glad it did. I love big weird oddball films like this 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 soundtrack by the way was five times platinum <laughs> i mean yeah it was fucking massive i played the shit out of this soundtrack a lot um interesting yeah. movie it's an a interesting journey film. back i'm not sure it necessarily i wish god loved us like seth did right i wish god's love for us was all consuming that would be great maybe it is maybe this you know what this might be the perfect bow to tie on our month of a God's love for us is all-consuming, but it's the same love that David had for Reese Witherspoon in fear. (laughs) (laughs) And our kids are the dogs he shoves through the fucking door to remind us that he's there. Yeah, I think that... Interesting. I think that... To any listeners we have who may be Christians, I'm sorry. I do have to to give a special shout-out to uh, Alexis Morrell, who's one of our listeners, because she messaged me while... I, I. I just put on Instagram last night. This movie's fucking insane. And she was the one who pointed out that Alanis Morissette's Uninvited was from this. And I was like, no, nah, it's from the Godzilla soundtrack. But I was wrong. So there you go. Good pull. Good pull. So that's it for the month of Amour. We will miss it as always. Another awesome month. Uh, guys, next month, Oscar month. If you love this show. Who doesn't love Oscars? You've heard me talk about a lot. I love the Academy Awards. I don't love every part of them. I'm not here to argue with you. If you hate them, I get it. 
I don't think art needs to be given award. I like seeing people rewarded this. with trophies. I've I hate, like the fact. I like we take a moment to celebrate films, even if they're not the ones. I'll say this: I've be doing this show with you and spending time with you talking about movies has made me enjoy the Oscars much more yeah. over the years. If you don't take them as biblical truth, like just because a movie wins an Oscar doesn't mean it's the best movie. It's just time to celebrate movies that don't always crush at the box office to me, right? And I like seeing, you know, writers get trophies and get recognized. I like seeing costumers get trophies, right? People that never get so. any recognition. I, I like so. that. Yeah. I like that about – I like watching every sports championship for that reason. So this next month, we're going to pick our five favorite Academy Award nominated movies, if we can get them all in time. If we don't, we're going to uh, expand the category to be – any film that was ever nominated for Best Picture. So we're going to start doing uh, March is going to be our Academy Award month. So the first movie up is a movie that just was all over all of my top movies of 2023. Uh, you can find it on Netflix, El Conde. Um, just a fucking righteous movie. Like such an amazing movie. I'm so happy it got nominated for an Oscar. And that's what the Academy Awards really are to me is hopefully it raises the profile of awesome movies that slip through the crack like El Conde. So that's where we're starting our journey next month, guys. Please stay with us. Uh, go to patreon.com slash pod. We'll have a, uh, a poll over there for other Oscar movies that can be voted upon to join the uh, exclusive Patreon library. Commentary over there. We have a lot of good stuff. We work hard over there, and we appreciate your support. The YouTube Film Alchemist, the email filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. We're on all the socials. We appreciate the uh, support, engagement, sharing, especially on TikTok. Go find us there. Go uh, leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And uh, also check out MisfitParade.net to see the films that we are starting to work on. A lot of fun stuff over there, too. We're working hard, man. The crew is working hard. Uh, this is a really fun time for us. So please join us and help us how you can. More than anything, thanks for spending time with us. And we'll try not to watch you in your bedrooms and showers. That's all we can promise, okay? We're, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're not, we're not perfect. perfect celestial bodies anymore. Nah, I'm a former celestial baddie. I just need to go see Ditka. I'll be good. Yeah, and the, bo the body's bigger. The body's bigger now, too. <laughs> all right? Deal with it.